Hello, friends and listeners from far and up close. You already, you already know, you're listening to Downtime with Daz podcast show. On, on this show, we're going li- to be talking about like some things here and there, some things that are serious, some shit that's not so serious, some, you know, just like some subjects that pass the time. On here, I'm with my guest, Al- Ali, my best friend, also known as the Ali Cat. What's up? I'm a lot of people's best friends. Yes. <laughs> and I'll... I have like more best friends than that, but you you definitely rank in the top five. Ah, fuck yeah. Yeah. I love being top five. <laughs> I could continue talking about middle school. That was a clusterfuck of shit. Yes. Uh, we had a Minecraft class. A Minecraft class? Yeah. Where the entire hour you just sat there and you played Minecraft. Okay, well, despite that being like a despite that being like an avid Minecraft player, that sounds that sounds this like was a, great a school. Class. They had a Minecraft class. Like an actual class. Nah, like, it wasn't really a class. It was more like an activity. Like, we called it electives. And we could just, like, play Minecraft the entire time. I hated that class because no one would let me join their world, and I was so sad. I remember one time I invaded someone's world. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, fuck. I could hear them on the other table, like, fuck. Who's this person? They're here to fucking blow up all our shit. Fuck. What I did was I fucking found a nice little cliff and I dug a hole and I hid. (laughs) And they were like, where'd she go? Where'd they go? They didn't know it was me. They didn't know it was me. And I kept typing in like the chat, I come in peace. I just want to play Minecraft and have fun. And they were like, no, this bitch coming with the TNT. She going to blow up all our shit. She going to steal. She going to take. She going to, she going to, she going to. Fuck our girlfriends. I don't know. <laughs> like, she gonna do some shit. And I just, like, dug a hole. And I sat. And I didn't do anything. <laughs> I just, like, dug a little hole. And just sat there waiting for, like, texting and, like, little chat desperately trying to plead my case. So, you're famous, like, the rogue like the rogue one in this Minecraft class, huh? I was the rogue one in the Minecraft class. Because people, like, I would join many other servers. Not just the one. And they all reacted the exact same. And I was like, <laughs> You'll never find me in my hole. <laughs> There's like Sometimes a lot of... Mo- they, no, there was one time someone did find me in my hole. They saw, like, they were like, ah, I found them. They, I, I see their, like, icon thing. And I was like, fuck, I got, I got got. So I started digging down, digging down deeper while he was digging after me. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> Texting frantically, please do not kill me. I'm here in peace. I'm just a little mischief person, please. And they're like, fucking, fucking person coming to blow up our shit. Because that's how, all, it was a bunch of middle school boys. So that's how they react to oh, intruders. So, that, the, so the class is like packed with middle school boys. And one girl who kept joining everyone's servers out of a desperate attempt to fucking do shit. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> it was hysterical. We had a quilling so- class. For people who are not in the know of what quilling is, quilling is basically, uh, if you've been on Pinterest and you've seen, like, strip, like, people take strips of paper, roll them up into, like, like, uh, spirals, and they make shapes out of those spirals. That's quilling. Oh, that's quilling. Which was funny, because I joined, and I was like, ah, a quilling thing, because me and my aunt used to quill all the time. We were quilling fanatics. So, of course I was gonna join. And I joined, and I realized that my teacher... Did not know anything about quilling. She was just like, I like this concept. I'll make a thing. I'll make an elective for it. And she had no clue. So, oh boy, was she in for a shock once one of her, like, kids shows up with a giant-ass cubby 
of quilling garbage, <laughs> dumps it all down, takes out books, passes them out. Guys, we are going to quill today, and it's going to be beautiful and shit. Like, the, the, she didn't know she summoned a master. <laughs> you, you passed that class before she even knew it. I, I mean, well, there wasn't I mean, grades for it. It was just, like, an activity. Okay, I was about to say, like, no, this Minecraft class, this whole quilling thing, like, they didn't, like, they, I mean, you said, you actually said, like, they were electives, but they actually didn't, like, count for any grades. What, they, they didn't. They didn't count for grades. Huh. Um. <laughs> it seemed more like, you no know, extracurricular, like, after-school club-like thing. It does, but it wasn't, because, no, it was, because we didn't have extracurricular clubs after school. Um, what else do I remember? I remember my classes like the learning classes we had uh we had math and science paired together and we had history and language arts paired together and depending on i don't know depending on something you were either your homeroom is either a language arts class or a math and science class uh. my homeroom was always a math and science class and when you switch because you have a homeroom and then you you also need to learn the other shit so you have a secondary classroom and we had an upstairs and a downstairs like thing where classes would be upstairs and downstairs. Oh. So there'd be an upstairs like math and science for a certain grade and a downstairs math and science for a certain grade. And they were separated into grades and to different things. I don't know. It was kind of complicated. For all of my years, I've always been on downs like had downstairs classes i always had like math and science in the downstairs uh and language arts in the downstairs but my final year my eighth grade i had a downstairs homeroom like i always do and i had an upstairs language arts and science class and the funny little like uh consequence of that was half of my class would follow me to the language arts and the other half would go into the other language arts class that was downstairs. So like half of our classes would be switched and then the upstairs math and science class, half of their students would go to my language arts and the other would go to the downstairs one. So it was really funny because my eighth grade history and language arts classes were by far the most wild, sh- li- like wild time of my life. It was hysterical. We, <laughs> when we learned about the Civil War, the teachers thought it'd be a good idea to split the class. Oh God! Please don't tell me this is wrong. To split the class go. from like into Confederacy. And the other one. Oh my God! Oh. I was on the Confederacy like, oh, side. Oh my God! I mean, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna judge you for that, but <laughs> look. I, I didn't choose. They chose, and they're like, "Oh yeah, let's put the only two kids of color in the Confederacy side." That sounds hysterical. What the? F- <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it got wild. Like, and uh, oh, you, oh, you think? We uh had like for we had teams, and. Like, we had two Confederacy teams and five other teams. And the rule was, at the end of the year, we, like, earned points by doing assignments. Like, goodly and shit. We had, right. and also at the beginning of the class, we had to, like, do a little chance. And whoever did the best chance got points or some shit. I don't remember exactly what happened. But, uh, for the five, uh, what's the fucking, the union, the union. Uh, for, for the five union tables... Whoever won out of them 
whichever group won would get a pizza party. Oh. And but for the Confederacy for Confederacy side, since there was only two of us, if either of us won, both teams would go to pizza party. So it most so most of like you know, the pizza party mostly depends on the Confederacy. Yeah. Dude, it was wild. We had double agents. <laughs> we we had like um we had had a girl that was on the union side but secretly she was for the confederacy and shit and um <laughs> uh, there'd be arguments like i think that girl's in the confederacy like she keeps uh, like sabotaging us and shit and then like a like a month into the shit it was like yeah i am part of the confederacy and she came and sat at our tables there was drama there was intrigue. It was so wild. There was like uh one kid was like the what's the word? What's the word? Uh, uh general. The general of each opposing army. I forget their names at the moment because um, I didn't the Union had Ulysses S. Grant, the Confederacy yes. had Robert E. Lee. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for learning history when I did not. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Um, uh, we had, like, one student be Ulysses S. Grant and one be, uh, Lee. And the girl, they were both girls. <laughs> oh. We voted for them. Uh, I'm not saying any of their names. Uh, I'll come up with fake names, I guess. Maddie. Let's say Maddie was... Uh, how about we go, like, with, I don't know, like, uh, Annie? Because my sister's named Maddie. Ah, well, uh, fair this, enough. Like, yeah. <laughs> she hears this, she's gonna... I don't know. Never. <laughs> let's just not go with names. So yeah. the person that was Lee uh, was really into this shit. Oh my god. She ripped an American flag in half. <laughs> <laughs> like it was fucking dramatic because the flag was like from some other kid's dad. And they're like, why did you rip her flag? And even people in the Confederacy confederacy side was like yo i think our general needs to like dial it down a little and i being the strong upstanding person i was wrote a letter to our general to say hey fucking chill it (laughs) you've been going a little wild okay i need you to not do that and i just gave it to my teacher and said please give this to the general and then the general showed up next to my like desk the next day and was like i read your letter you are very right i have gone a little bit too far from now on, oh. you're my second. And I'm like, oh, yeah! I'm second! Very excited. I was were. so excited. I got to be the second. You fucking... It was fucking... <laughs> it was so wild. In the end, my team won. My team won. All right, so the pizza party actually happened for everyone. Not exactly. Oh. Because apparently they changed the rules last minute so the other team that was part of the Confederacy wasn't allowed to be part of the pizza party. But literally everyone was like, hey, yo, no, they get to be here. They fought with us. We are one of the, conf- I hate doing this. <laughs> <laughs> and yet at the end, you were awarded pizza. So was it worth it? Yeah, it was very much worth it. All the tears, all the sweat that came into this fucking actual reenactment of the Civil War in eighth grade form was it is here. I would. I wish it could have been around to see a reenactment like that because I hate Civil War reenactments. I hate like seeing them. But this one sounds like real you know, one. I would love to enjoy. Sounds insane. It's so insane. I was just like take it, take it, like take it like all in. It's like it's like enjoy like all the chaos happening. Fucking middle school was a wild fucking time for me. You're right. It was a fever dream, wasn't it? <laughs> it was a fucking fever dream as shit. Um, one thing that my charter school did that I think 
we should bring to more schools is we had something called a passion project. I've heard, I know passion projects, but um, how would they, how would they like use passion projects in the start of school? We would have an assignment and it was basically pick a topic that interests you and make a presentation and then you share it with the school, not the school, but your class. And um, I had a, we did it every year. I was always so excited for it. Every year? Every year. In middle school, we did a passion project. I think my first... God, you're lucky. My first, uh, my sixth grade, I chose six skill sharks as my topic. Don't ask me why. I just think they're neat. Okay. Wait, I'm sorry. Uh, what is it? six six skilled sharks? Yeah, they're sharks that live uh, like way deeper in the ocean than other kinds of sharks. They're kind of elusive. Really? They're like the deep sea sharks that eat on whale carcasses. I huh? This is actually the first time hearing these kind of sharks. Yeah, they're kind of interesting. Uh, I chose them because they have really pretty green eyes, and I was like, that's fantastic. I want to make a project about them. <laughs> my second, uh, my seventh grade year, I wanted to do uh, Japanese mythology as shown in the game Okami. And they were that like, game. that sounds too complicated. Why don't you just make a presentation about Japanese mythology and religion? Just all of it. Just all of it put into a to put into a 10 minute presentation i mean which i feel like i feel like that's kind of sacrilegious in a way a bit yeah very sacrilegious and also i don't think you can define an entire culture in 10 minutes that's not no no i tried my best i'll have you know internet i did try my best (laughs) it's it's not easy to do eighth grade i chose nintendo as my topic hey. because uh none of you people know this but i'm a big nintendo nut i've been playing their game since um see is guys <laughs> he's like i don't see the c-sex like the queen you know my friend circle sees like the queen of the nintendo nintendo video games me and my friend repaired like took apart an old 3ds just to fix it <laughs> i'm i know how to mod a 3ds i know how to mod a switch i know how to do all that shit Anyway, I did, mad I did a presentation on Nintendo, and that's the one I remember the most because it was the most, like, one that I was involved with. I talked about, like, Nintendo Sega Wars in the 90s. Really? I talked about their consoles. I talked about their video game franchises. I talked about their stars. Did you know Nintendo's a century old? Uh, wait, a century? Like, the company? Yeah. The century is like 100 years, right? Yeah. How is that possible? Nintendo, I mean, they came out, like, what, like, the 80s? Uh, no? No. They've huh. been here for a hundred years. They I... used to sell playing cards. Oh, that's right. They also had a taxi service and hotels. Like they really? had a lot of shit. It was kind of insane. This is a I mean, this is all most like you know like actually, this is also mostly like you now all like sinks like in Japan like before they actually went like all mainstream like into like other countries right. Um. Like the Nintendo whole, like... was always a toy company. I remember that. Yeah. Nintendo also saved the video game franchise after the crash of the video game crash. Thank Miyamoto. But, like, uh, a thing I want to say about that whole situation is that uh, because Nintendo was a toy company first and foremost, they treated video games like toys. And how do you sell toys? Well, you got boy toys and you got girl girl toys. toys. And what... Obviously, because before that, uh, video games were sold as a family entertainment thing. Yeah. But now, but ever since Nintendo uh, basically saved the franchise, now they're heavily marketed towards boys. And I think that's why the gaming 
like uh, environment and like everything is very male centric because of that one decision. Yeah, it wasn't one decision; it was a lot of decisions. A lot of also. decisions. That's probably the reason why video games are so male centric. I know that's not as true as it used to be, because I mean, there are games that have girl fan bases and also girls are getting their getting their little grubby hands in all the little places the way we should have them we should have our grubby little hands in everything because women are awesome they women won, won the goddamn world why not no we know well okay no 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 okay well not i, I okay well i mean honestly they should but i mean i don't think we should i don't think we should define people based on gender i know but I think because that's the, that is a thing that happened, and that's, and just to show that small decisions happening a long go like long time ago can have large ripple effects into the future. So, I love how I went from talking about my experiences in middle school to talking about the how sexist video games can be sometimes. <laughs> that's a, basically. I mean, talk about a good segue. Oh. Um, next, next, um, we're still like on the, I think it was something like a school topic. Um, so famous like middle school or charter school, FIFA dream, um, high school. I, we, I've actually experienced like that with you. So we yeah, know how we met is. in high school. Yeah, we did. High school was probably the most normal time of school I've ever had. Honestly, me too. And, uh, I was going to like say this. Like, Cause real like, quick. Oh, no, you go. Oh, well, I was going to say this like real quick. Um, middle, high school, definitely like the most like, you know, normal and also probably the best school experience i've ever had in my life because you know elementary school and middle school yeah i mean not too bad but i mostly kind of had like you no know, more actually remember like more you know like um more i want to i want to say like uh bad shit that's got happened to me than good shit because that like um like i mean like also like like you i also had like you know wasn't i didn't really have like not like uh, many friends i barely had like any friends and people who actually like want who actually like you know who actually I thought about like maybe like being friends with me this also always kind of like manipulated me and to just like make it fun of me and this like casting me aside my teacher the only friends that kind of most like had was just something like maybe like maybe like one or two kids and then most of the teachers you know just and that's why that's why the, that's why I basically like went to recess just wanted to stay inside just do my assignments just like have lunch with the teachers and just like talk with Storm so and that and also like a few like other miscellaneous things that we really don't want to get into because they break up you know the kinda, bad things. Yeah, I kind of break up like kind of break up like about bad memories. But high school, however, Strat- mostly Stratford. Uh, high school for me started off basically the same as middle school. People treating me like a weirdo. Oh. Well, one more thing, one last note about my middle school that I will talk about is that through sixth and seventh grade, I was treated like a weirdo and like an outcast. But in eighth grade. Because I was so outspoken within my um, language arts and social studies class, like I wrote a letter to the general, because I was the only one that had balls to do that, and I was also the only one of balls to like be like say say anything in that class. I was very expressive, and at the end of the year, we had a thing where we had to write something nice about all our classmates. That could have been e- that could have been easy, could it? Or was it? Actually, no. When I got it, because in my uh, math and science class, I was way more reserved. I got my thing at the end of the year, 
and I could look at it and tell exactly which people were in my social studies class and which people did not follow me into my social studies class. <laughs> because the people who went to my social studies class with me were like, oh my gosh, you're so outspoken. You say what you want to say. You're so crazy. You're just like, you, you do your own thing and you make people listen to you. And then all the people that didn't follow me were like, oh my gosh, you're like so quiet and shy. And no, and when you speak, people listen because you're just so reserved and nice and kind. But, <laughs> and then I get people from my social studies class that are like, fucking this bitch, this bitch goes fucking hard. Like that kind of shit. So praise all around. Also, the person who was our general was like, uh, she wrote like, I wish you were the, like the general because you were probably be a little bit more chill than me. <laughs> Anyway, um, when I got to high school, I lost a lot of my friends that I've made in eighth grade because oh. they went to a different school. So I clung to the people that I knew from middle school and I just like followed them around and they kept me around because they didn't want to tell me to fuck off, I guess. So they mm. just kept me around. They didn't really include me in anything, but they did like, um, uh, they, they had a seat for me at lunch <laughs> And then I joined some clubs, the, like the Nerd Out Club. Nerd Out Club, retro gaming. That's where I met Wanye. Yep. Wanye was my first high school friend. And that's also where I met like And like, then we oh. I found Wanye at lunch one time and we I sat next to him and I was like, Hey, you're that guy from Nerd Out Club who's kinda neat. You wanna hang out? And he was like, Yeah, and I hung out with him for that lunch. And then I went back to sitting with my old friends and they were talking about how at the end of the year, it was the end of sophomore, like freshman year, end of freshman year. Mm. And they're like, oh, we should go to the beach like we did in charter school. By the way, at the end of every year in my charter school, we went to the beach because that's just how that shit ran. That must have been nice. Um, they're like, we should go to the beach. And I'm like, why didn't y'all invite me to the beach? And they're like, oh, we, we didn't think you want to go. And I'm like... But you never asked. I would love to go to the beach with all my friends. And they're like, well, we didn't ask. And I was like, y'all don't fucking include me in shit. One day I just blew up and I was like, y'all don't fucking include me in shit. Y'all have group chats and don't invite me even though you know I have a phone. Y'all barely listen to me. Y'all barely include me. Fuck y'all. I'm gonna go sit with people who actually give a shit about my existence. Hmm. And then I sat next to Wangye and the rest is history. <laughs> the, and... The rest is history, and uh, hmm, yeah, I think I mean the my my experience like in high school is also like a bit of the same. I mean, well, actually, it's it's actually a bit like um, it's actually a bit like back and forth for me because middle school, like from middle school to high school, it was actually kind of like a bit like weird because at the beginning of sixth grade, you know, I was actually I went actually you know, to I went to Spring Four. I was actually like I was actually in Spring Brands, like for a little, like for like a little bit of, like amount of time. Then, you know, like some, you know, family stuff just kind of came about, like, uh, later on. And uh, I had to, I had to, like, you know, switch districts. So I went, like, I went like, back to HISD, which is, which is terrible, by the way. A terrible district. And, you know, I actually did, like, make, like, actually did, like, you know, like, make more friends there. I actually did, like, you know, over here when I was in middle school. And I actually had, like, a little, like, close to group, like, you know, nerds who would actually like the same stuff as me. And I was actually a bit, like, surprised because, well, wow. This is like the first time no one's actually kind of made fun of me for actually you know, liking Marvel or you know cartoons or anything like that. Which is actually kind of like, which weirdly was actually like a bit rarer back then than it is now. I still like I don't understand. I still like don't understand like how time has actually kind of changed like that. But 
And, you know, it was actually kind of, like, going, like, a bit good. You know, teachers, I had, like, some pain in the ass teachers, of course. Which, um, actually, I made, like, you know, learning, like, really difficult. Then, 8th grade, I finished that. I came, I, I finished, like, that, like, in 8th grade. Then, well, you know, I came back over here. And, uh... You met us dumbasses. I met you dumbasses, yes. But, at the same time, I was kind of, like, re, I was kind of, like, revisit, like, a lot of, like, people, like, ex, like, who ex, like, you know, like, remember from middle school... And also thorn with, which I definitely expect to actually you know, see again, because who knows? I mean, you just kind of expect these people you know, to like move, like to move out of town or or um, or go like to different schools or something like that. But no, I met like a lot, I met like a lot of like you know, old faces, and but of course I actually knew my pl- knew knew my place, which was like with you, dumbasses. Yep, my my yeah. usual. Our part, your partners in crime, all of us. Part, yep, all you my partners in crime. Want. Wanye, you, Eric, uh, that other guy. <laughs> we don't talk about that. We don't talk. We don't talk about Melina, him. Melina, sometimes. and Mike, Shanna. Shannon, and and Mike, definitely Mike. Good, good people. I think, Very good people. Like when you find a group of people that you actually like vibe with, it like helps your confidence a bit. It does, it does, and that's really like why I love Stratford so much. Because you know, before then, I was just feeling like so. I mean, actually, I struggled with my confidence a little bit, and if had, I mean. But I actually didn't, like, you know, like, go, like, all the way down because, you know, like, with, because I had, like, family, you know, helping me through this. And, of course, I have teachers as well. And... And now I'm at the point where I'm, like, if you dare say bad things about yourself, I will, I will kick your ass. <laughs> Am I saying bad things about myself right now? No, but if you do, I will kick your ass. <laughs> It'll be... You know I will because I'm a scrappy little bitch. <laughs> yes, you're a feral little freak. <laughs> I'm never let go of that shit. <laughs> I never will. Also, if you actually do kick my ass, I'll allow it because it'll be an ass kick in motivation. Yeah. Yeah. If you fight back, it'll get worse. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't fight back. Well, I mean, unless, you know, unless you're with Eric, who actually I want to like, test my combat skills out with. Yeah, Eric knows how to fight. He does. He knows how to fight, and he... Eric is also a best, also a other like best friend, by the way. Who's um a bit of a, who's like um I guess how Ali says a bit of a dumbass. A little bit of a dingus. Dingus, I yeah. I call him a dingus. Yes, dingus. But he's a. He's also like a very like intuitive like fellow. He's very intuitive. Very, like he can figure shit out. Like, yes. So fast, it's so strange. And I will sit here staring at something. He's like, I got it. And I'm like, what the fuck? How'd you fucking got it? Fucking explain it to me then. Explain it to me. As then. long as I know that guy, I've actually kind of like you no know, made like a little, a little like you know a staple for him. He's pretty like you know how intuitive he is, and also how like you no know, how ready, how how prepared he can actually be like in any situation. I call him like um like a, a middle class like a middle class a middle class Batman like minus the money. A <laughs> middle class Batman with minus the money and minus a car. That is very much our friend Eric. Yes, that is him. He is the bat. He is the Bruce Wayne of our group. He is the Bruce Wayne of our group uh, in the same way that he doesn't know how to emotions. I'm so sorry, Eric, for blasting you on the internet, but... <laughs> next like next time when you're here, you could actually speak your piece. Yeah, next time you could actually come and you could uh, argue with me on the internet. Yes. <laughs> I've, been me- I've been waiting for that to happen. Since, like, the internet actually He's here right on the weekends. But yeah, he is. That's right. Fucking have him on the show, my guy. What's stopping you? Well, I mean, we're all, I mean, office appears to be, appear to be, like, busy on certain days, so... Eh, we'll yeah. schedule something. Yeah, we can schedule. We can schedule something. We are adults. We know how to schedule and shit. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh... We, we, may, we may be, like, childless, but we're not, we're not children. 
adulthood is just a, like it's a construct it's a construct everything's a construct nothing is real uh tear down the government eat the rich <laughs> eat the rich eat the rich i mean i go say like tax the rich but eat the rich i guess never mind don't eat the rich they're probably really spoiled that's a good one i'm fucking hysterical that was a terrible joke why did you laugh so hard because because i because never heard a joke like that but and i actually thought it was good it was a very it was a bad joke yeah but bad joke yeah well you know bad jokes just kind of get like no people tv so so who cares that's a fair fucking point. <laughs> fair fucking point. Yes, indeed. Speaking of TV shows... Oh, that's uh, quite the segue into an actual scripted... Uh, not scripted, but thing we had planned to say. Yes. See, we're doing good at this. But yeah, speaking <laughs> of TV shows... Um, I just kinda ha- I've actually been having like, a little bit of thought like for the past couple of days. It's like we've watching like, some, uh, some certain shows in FXX. And, think- and thinking to myself... How are they still on? The Dead Horses of Television... That have yet to die. They've yet to die out because actually making, you know, so many networks like a, an abundance of money, but just again like so, so so fucking terrible in terms of like storytelling and and consistency, that they don't really care if they jump the shark. And of course, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You know exactly who I'm talking about. The right. Simpsons. We're talking about the Simpsons because I can sit here and talk about the Simpsons if you want. Oh, we we will talk about yes, definitely. But I also, will go on a rant about the Simpsons. <laughs> I had no doubt in mind. Just say it. And just say it. You want me to go on a rant on The Simpsons because I will do that. We also go on a rant to maybe, oh, I don't know, The Simpsons along with maybe um, Family Guy is coming to state or Spongebob is coming to state. Yeah, I can tell. Well, not Family Guy because I don't watch a lot of Family Guy, but Spongebob, yeah, I can do I, I got the Family Guy part, but go ahead. Like, like speak like speak like your mind on like you know america's most beloved yellow family fucking who Sims- used to be like the simpsons started out as basically a satirical take on like those uh old sitcoms that used to be so prevalent during the 90s and the 80s very much and uh, like uh malcolm in the middle like no malcolm in the middle malcolm is in the middle was 2000 so used to, wait do you mean like a family si- ties family ties full house maybe all the family yeah. um yeah yeah, 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 yeah 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 all of them guys so the Simpsons basically came out saying, fuck that shit, this shit's dumb. So they Roseanne. Roseanne's another one. Yeah. So, yeah. They've, like, their whole identity within their first few seasons, not few, but, like, first seasons, was basically a mockery of media at the time. And people jumped on this shit because that's how fads work. Yes. And crazes. So uh, the Simpsons was built up as being, like, really satirical and very fun and being full of heart and good jokes good jokes very like, good jokes their jokes used to be ri- like written and rewritten like at least five times i think we actually get like credits like those jokes like for like uh like to a lot of like good writers that do actually work on the simpsons yeah. especially writers who we actually kind of know who actually made like the actually made like the most they like mark on the world like like for instance like conan o'brien he was like a he's like a writer on the simpsons like for like for a great amount of time and you know we actually give like credit to him and that and you know after that it's just I mean, it did. Really, I mean, I guess maybe like um in like maybe the early two thousands, it did. It's kind of got like a bit. It wasn't like you know like um like it was actually kinda, it was like better. The thing better. that happened with The Simpsons is that it started off as a mockery of modern media, but then it became modern media. Modern media. Yes. It, so it was left about a niche because it can't mock itself, because it uh, no one it. no one's gonna watch that shit. So what it did did instead, what I've noticed is I've done basically a celebration of modern media. It's a cell of what it used to be. 
It is a shell of what it used to be because it has no niche. Because yes. And now there's shows like Family Guy, South Park, definitely, that make fun of The Simpsons because of how it used to start and how it is now. Now, South Park, as as long as that show is, I don't consider that a dead horse because they get better like, no, with every season, in my opinion. I think uh, South I mean, Park, as a show, evolves with the time. And it yes. will co- like the whole point of sim- like South Park is to comment on literally anything and everything with little like, uh, what's the word? Like nothing is sacred to them. Nothing. Like they will f- like they, they will, f- will attack without impunity. They don't give a shit. And they don't care about boundaries. Is they what don't it is. give a shit. They don't. The nothing is sacred. So they can. It is possible for them to evolve with the times because as times change, there are more things for them to comment yes. on. Yes. Meanwhile, The Simpsons focused more on, like, family unit, yeah. all that shit. And, and sometimes as like, an idea, like, that's kind of static. Yeah. Which, uh, not to knock them, because the first seasons of The Simpsons were fan-fucking-tastic. Amazing. But it did overall hurt them in their longevity and the ability to continue making good shit. Family Guy, I have no fucking clue what the fuck they're doing anymore. Seth MacFarlane, I have no fucking clue. Yeah, I'll say I don't want to touch that. I don't want to touch that. They'll def- allow me. They'll allow me. You do it. Yes, of course. Family Guy, yeah. <laughs> our, fam- our Family Guy, you know, in the beginning, and like, um, for, and in the beginning, and also like the next, like, maybe, um, maybe, uh, seven years, like, afterwards, it, they, now they were like, they were like a crown, they were like one of the crown jewels of like, an- of adult animated television. And then, of course, like what Fox also did like with The Simpsons is, you know, like, milked it for all its worth. Uh, milked it like, for all its worth, you know, like, um, because, because, you know, like, oh, yeah, I mean, you know, they actually, they're like so, they actually got like, you know, really like mainstream, like in the world, and, you know, like this merchandise of them, and, you know, and, you know, Seth MacFarlane, he's actually kind of like very, you know, like, um, he's actually very, like, you know, flexible with his career, so he actually wouldn't like mind like doing like more Family Guy. But then the jokes just sort of go sort of like falling off, and, and I think that's a very surface level argument. Hmm? I think that's a surface level argument. It is, it is. But I will say this: I don't blame Seth MacFarlane really, because he wants to get out of his more more than anyone. <laughs> it's all right. It's just like fucking. He he definitely wants to get out of this like more than anyone, and I don't know like no, it's like the money from Fox is actually still like worth it. Hell, they're actually kind of been, I feel like, even like, heard these actually maybe, like, planning on, like, leaving. Like, leaving, like, the show and, like, the network as a whole. But, I don't know, I mean, it's... That sounds like some future shit. Yeah, it's definitely future shit, but how, however it is, I mean, I'm not watching Family Guy, like, uh, like, currently. If I want to watch Family Guy, I'd like to go back, like, to, like, where, like, to how it used to be. Uh, you know, watch some reruns. But... You know, it's some future shit. I was like, wait, let's actually wait till they actually see themselves in the foot afterwards. Uh, Spongebob. Ah, now that definitely hurts me. Spongebob really hurts me right now. Uh, Did you know I wasn't allowed to watch Spongebob as a kid? You did mention that. My Uh, mom thought it was dumb. That's it? Yeah, that's it. She also thought the show was annoying, so she didn't want it on TV. That's it. But, I mean, uh, lots now, of cartoons are annoying. Nowadays, I do. Uh, I've watched a bit of SpongeBob, and I like SpongeBob mostly because their mascot is an asexual, uh, autistic person. And I'm like, yes. oh my god, me? Am I an orange, a yellow sponge? He's not orange. His mom is orange, though. Yeah, I never, never understood that. Oh well. Well, um, 
Well, I mean, the sea sponges, of course. I got this, uh, I think I read somewhere or heard somewhere. I don't know. Uh, this is all fucking hearsay. All hearsay. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, like, uh, the person that made the show, I forget their name at the moment, um, started because they had a love for, like, aquatic life, uh, marine biology, and wanted to translate that into a fun little show. And I think that's a good thing because... We need to learn more about our ocean. <laughs> we do, we do. And honestly, Spongebob, I mean, Spongebob along like, with other, like, you know, other shows, like, no, and, and like, a lot of, like, other things like childhood, like, uh, Spongebob, I Nemo, I think, uh, maybe a little mermaid a little bit. Of course, actually helped me, like, learn a lot about, like, you no know, marine life. And, no, I give, like, I give that, like, a lot of credit. And Stephen Hillenburg, the creator of Spongebob, who is actually a marine biologist, we, we stand that band, yeah, he rest in peace. It, he, he actually wanted to end like Spongebob like, on a good note, but then unfortunately uh, a few years ago he passed away from ALS. Which, rest his soul. Rest his soul. And I, and it actually, kind of gave me, actually got me thinking, it, hey, maybe Nickelodeon actually, maybe Nick might actually have like the, might actually have like, no, like, um, had like the right mindset and maybe it's just like, no, end Spongebob off like a good note it's because profitable. that's what Stephen won. But no. It's been on like for fifty, like for no twenty years at this point, twenty plus years. So they decided this is like keep on like you know this is like keep on like milking this for what it's worth. I feel like something I should state as we are talking about this uh, certain topic is that um, when it comes to like things like Family Guy, uh, South Park, Simpsons, SpongeBob especially, um, we shouldn't blame like the directors, the writers for no. these current st- like uh, I never the do. current state. Because I watched recent Spongebob, and there were some jokes in there that fucking got me. But, like, um, just because there was a change in the people that are leading these projects does not mean that they are fully responsible. You see, for... yeah, yeah, I would, I would check my statement. I mean, like, I would, tra- I mean, if I said, like, anything that kind of seems like it was, ex- I was actually going, like, for, like, the writers, or, like, you know, like, the, the career teams, like, in charge, I didn't mean it. It's the networks I blame. Like I can tell, like for a lot of thing, a lot of these things, there is still care and effort put into these things. There is, which kind of makes me sad because there's people who are like, "Ugh, the new new season of Simpsons is so bad, hate it." And I'm like, "Well, I think about like the animators, the writers, the people who are like actively working on this. People who actually, there might be some people. It's not beyond me that there's at least one person on those teams that actually do genuinely give a shit about these uh, properties and these projects." So, I always try to, like, keep that in mind because I don't like judging something that harshly. Just saying something is garbage is because it isn't the same as it used to be. Yeah, that's, that's like the neck is like, opinion. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a closed-minded idea of how things work and kind of ignores how things really are. Yeah. That's a fucking, that was a stupid way of putting that, but that was a pretentious way of putting that. I apologize. Shit. <laughs> um, but, like... Yeah, like thinking of other people and how the shit affects them and their livelihoods. Like if they were just to cancel The Simpsons, I feel like then like, of course there's that argument that people will like lose their jobs. People will lose their jobs because it's ending and that's why they have to keep it going. But I do believe there are still some people on that team who do genuinely still care. Of course, because as ongoing as it is, The Simpsons, along with like many other shows... At Family Guy, South Park, and SpongeBob, of course, as ongoing as they are, and I mean, and like with how different they are at this point, 
they still have like they still hold like the special plates like in our hearts and you know in viewers hearts and like creative minds hearts so they're no, an inspiration they, sometimes yeah they're in space sometimes so they're doing their best i'm not i'm not like hate i'm not like hating on them i won't like be like watch them as i used to but that's just like me but no i'm not good but be sexy to like blame like put like all the blame on them and think of like yo they shouldn't like work in this in this industry dead horses of tv there are a lot of them but then again what classifies as a dead horse what makes yeah. it dead the fact that it's not the same as it used to be or that it's like lost that spark that made it special and that's that's a question speaking of dead things pokemon <laughs> What? Oh, okay. I'm uh, gonna go on a rant, and you cannot stop me. Oh well, it was inevitable at this point, but <laughs> inevitable that she'd bring out Pokemon. Wait a minute, um, dead uh, Pokemon and dead horses. Um, just real quick, would the an- would the anime actually still actually count as that? No, I don't know. I don't watch I mean, I know- enough of the anime to be able to say shit about it. I play the games because yeah. I'm a pretentious nerd, and. <laughs> Although I did see like the first, like the first season, I watched like the Kanto region and the Indigo like islands. I think that's what it was. I watched both of those, but then I kind of stopped after that. No, 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 no. I went into the third generation and then stopped halfway through because I got I I was a bender and I was like, okay, enough, enough. And then I never touched it ever again. (laughs) So I haven't watched enough of it. What I can speak on is the games. (laughs) Oh, okay, that's what you're going for. Alright. I'm going straight for the fucking throat, like I usually do. Go ahead. Pokemon, as a franchise... Dear Lord, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, for, like, the longest time, I feel like the games have gotten steadily worse, question mark? Like, um... Pokemon during, like, the 2000s had, like, a lot of momentum. They did. They that's had so a lot of momentum. momentum. They had, like... They had the first games. First games blew the fuck up. They did not expect that shit. That game is broken as all fuck. <laughs> but then they made like gold and silver and also crystal. Which was by far the most spectacular way to do a sequel to a game ever. You fucking have this whole new area yep. with whole new creatures for you to catch. Whole new gems. And then when you beat that, you get to go to the place that you were in the first game. And you beat all of them and you do the Elite Four. And then you fight your main character from the first game at the top of a fucking mountain with a maxed out team. (laughs) That's how you do a goddamn sequel. That's how you set the bar. That's how you set the bar. I feel like me saying that shows exactly which generation is my favorite. (laughs) Could the same actually be said like for... I mean... The one, like, the one, like, Pokemon game, actually, remembered like, uh, I remember, like, I very, very, like, remember, like, from the 2000s, or mid-2000s, is Diamond and Pearl. Could the same Diamond and that? Pearl, uh, I know a lot of people that say Diamond, like, the fourth generation of Pokemon, that's Diamond and Pearl and Platinum, were, like, their favorite generation, and I see why. I don't personally agree, and I'm not saying it's bad. I just prefer second gen, because I like Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Even though those are technically fourth gen games, but also they are the second gen games. It's complicated. Leave me alone. <laughs> second and third gen are my favorite. Do not I come just... at me. I will not talk. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. But, but um, I think it started more when they made the jump to the 3DS. Because we got the 3D games. We got X and Y. Black and white. Wait, Black no, and white was not on the 3DS. No, yet. no, that's right. 
We got X and Y. It was in 3D. It was the wildest shit we'd ever seen. We got whole new Pokemon. The smallest increase in the Pokedex we'd ever had up until that point. And it was a good game. It was a good game. Then we got like Oras, we got uh, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, which were yeah. good fucking remakes. And I, I feel like people don't talk about them enough, but I feel like, no, I'm going to just continue. Then we got Sun and Moon. Uh, people got a little little apprehensive because we didn't have gems anymore. I still think uh, Sun and Moon was good, in my opinion. I still enjoy it. And then we got Sword and Shield. Sword and Seal, that's right. Those were um, the ones the other guys got like, no, disappointed a lot of people, right? I think Sun and Moon disappointed a lot of people. And then um, Sword and Shield kind of like cemented that shit. I feel like because it's the same formula regardless of how you want to dress it up. It's always you start at town, get starter Pokemon, battle, do more battling. More and more battling. Have I mentioned battling? Go battle special person. Go battle more people. Go battle super people. Elite four. Go battle them. And then you are the master battler. I feel like me saying it like that is going to piss off some people, but like genuinely... Say battle again. Battle. (laughs) (laughs) Generally, it follows a very similar formula. And I feel like by the time Sword and Shield came out, we got kind of tired of it. Because while we have like games like Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild, where when they are transferred to the Switch, they just went all out and fucking did all this cool shit. Yes. Like Breath of the Wild, fantastic game. Beautiful, breathtaking game. Breathtaking game. Mario Odyssey. Odyssey. Fun. Yes. Amazing. Like, I mean, I have problems with it. Like, I think the pacing's weird, but that's just a me thing. But then we have Pokemon, where the technology has not increased. It's buggy as all fuck. All of them. And the thing that really, like, really cemented this in my brain is when I got uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, that's I, I sit here in this chair next to you and i think why this, i mean i know why it's because they want to sell consoles that's pretty not much sell consoles sell games it is a soulless husk of the fourth generation games that are so well beloved by many people in the pokemon community i hmm. i don't i I, I sit here and I fail to be able to put into words exactly what pisses me off about this shit so much. I think I know exactly what pisses me off. It's a broken fucking game, number one. And number two, the way it was marketed was really manipulative. Oh, so, I mean, I do remember, I mean, I know, like, they always had to make, like, like, the game freaking Nintendo always makes, you know, like, so, I always have, like, a good, like, marketing campaign when it comes, like, to new game, but... But this one, they really just be like sucking you guys, huh? They it was a good marketing campaign, but it was manipulative as all fuck. Mm. They had like each game that you could get came with special bonuses. Like if you got diamond, like shining pearl, wait, brilliant diamond or shining pearl, you get like special goodies. But if you got like uh, the bundle with both of them, you get more goodies. And it used that whole, like, if you, like, the whole, what's the word? 
The pre-owning shit. Oh, the uh, let's see, the the promotion, uh, the the pre the the pre-owned the, uh, promotion thing. Yes, exactly. Deals. I hate that kind of gotcha bullshit. I hate that feeling of like, oh, if I don't get it now, then I'll be missing out on something. So you buy it now, and you end up with a product that you're not happy with. Hmm. That shit's fucking bullshit. We need to stop doing it because it's manipulative as fuck. Because uh, when there's people like me who, when Pokemon Shining uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl came out, I was on the fence. I didn't want to get it. I was like, those games look weird. And also, no thank you. Um, then there was this promotion of, if you don't buy it right fucking now, then you won't get the goodies. And, like, I love goodies. I love goodies. I mean, everyone loves goodies, but that's not, like, why people... But that shouldn't be, like, the reason that you know, like, buy a game. But, like, that shouldn't actually be, like, the reason that you know, like, sell a game or buy it. And also, uh, this game's made for children. We are gonna set this baseline of, this game was made for children, these games are made for children. Right. Which is a fact I feel like a lot of us don't want to admit. So when a kid sees, like, this shit where they have, like, a chart of, like, if you buy this game and this game online and you get them together by this day, you get these things. And if you don't get it now, then you're not going to get it forever. That's stress-inducing to a child because we don't want to miss out on shit. So they end up buying way more than they'll need on a game that is broken and that you can beat in 15 minutes. See, that's like a lot of games like nowadays where kids are just like, you know, it's like, you know, so glued into it, like, right, right, right at the start. And most of these games are, most of these games are right now, it's just like, you no, know, in my opinion, this, that, I like, that might, this is like, not my kind of game, or is this like very, this downright terrible? For, for example, Fortnite. Can, I mean, Fortnite's not that bad, you just hate Fortnite because it's popular. That's not the reason why I hate it. I, I, think I, think I haven't played Fortnite? I have. I don't like it. It's not your type of game. Some people like it. But why, though? I mean, this is... Ki- because not everyone chews, sweetheart. Ah, uh, okay. I well, didn't mean to burn you on I the know, I know. <laughs> I know but you like, didn't. Look, I've, I've got, like, burned like this by this before, and you know what? I won't let it stop me. I stand by my words. I'm not a Fortnite person, and I wish this thing would just go away. But, <laughs> but yeah, All I mean, these like... kids get off my lawn with their Fortnites. Yes. That's pretty much how I am. I'm the, the internet. Yeah, yes, that's pretty much like who I am. I'm like the, I'm like the third generation of like gamers who 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 actually the third generation of gamers like a lawn full like you no know, PS2s and PS3s are saying, hey, you kids, get the hell off our lawn with your damn Fortnite and Overwatches and shit. Get out of here. Uh, back to Pokemon. Right, back to Pokemon. Um, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl was awful. <laughs> the game was so buggy. The way they structured how battles were was fucked. Because uh, the trainers from the beginning of the game to the Elite Four had lower levels than they were originally in Diamond and Pearl. So it was meant to make it easier. Mm-hmm. But then, with the Elite Four, they fucking raised levels, gave their Pokemon full IVs, and like programmed to do complicated strategies. Wow. Not complicated, but, like, better than just attack. Like, they had, like, baton switches and shit. Like, it was insane. So, you'd go through the game real fucking easy and then be met with this fucking impassable, like, fucking challenge at the end that you were not at all prepared for. 
and you have to go back and you have to grind your fucking shit so fucking high in order to even do shit. <laughs> it's this is not how you make a game. You don't just make it easier at the beginning to ease in new people and then decide, you know what, let's just make the ending really fucking difficult for no goddamn reason. No, I'm not saying that difficulty is bad. Sometimes, I I love Hollow Knight. I, Hollow Knight's a great game. I play uh, Age of Calamity on the apocalyptic difficulty for fun because I find it relaxing. <laughs> I am a person that is not bothered by challenge. What I am bothered by is difficulty spikes because <laughs> that shit's fucking frustrating and annoying and i know it will frustrate frustrating. other people then again i'm a pokemon master so that shit didn't really bother me because i beat the game in 14 minutes by breaking the game because the game is easily broken 14 minutes 14 minutes that 15 a, minutes 17 minutes that is a sad it's just for a pokemon game i beat it with a level five piplup a level five piplup my God. I a... skipped the entire game and went straight to the room where you just put in your Pokemon and you win. My God, it's like Game Freak is not even trying. But then uh, we have Pokemon Arceus. Yes, I was about to say that. Uh, the, the one exception is, you know, Pokemon no, Arceus. No, don't say exception. It still has problems. Oh, really? I will sit here and I will give my critique of this game because apparently people give a shit. I don't think they do, but I'm going to say it my piece anyway. Um, Pokemon Arceus is definitely a switch from the nat like the normal formula of catch Pokemon for battling, battle, 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 battle until the end of the game. This game's more about catching Pokemon, which uh, is a good thing, like a good change in my opinion. I do enjoy the like process of sneaking up and catching Pokemon. It's nice. It gets boring after a while in my opinion, but then again, I have a short attention span. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything for people who still haven't played this game. I don't know why. I'm just not going to. Mm. But, um, where are my thoughts? The game looks bad. <laughs> In terms of graphics or mechanics? In terms of graphics. Really? Like, look at, like... Because, I mean, I saw you, like, play this game, like, before, and, I mean, the graphics, I wouldn't, like, no, like... It looks like a Wii game. Oh... Skyward oh, Sword yeah. looks better. It, yeah, it did. Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess both look better. Hmm. Those are two examples, but... I mean, there's no like beating like, those games like, in terms of graphics. Like, it so. feels weird how Nintendo has this IP that used to be, like, second in the entire world right behind their best IP, which is Mario, of course. Yep. And they've treated it with such little love and care that it's kind of strange. They, you know what... That's actually good. Like that's actually a good. Like um, good thing to mention that because I've been thinking about this like for a while. Nintendo. I mean, they have like so many like so so many like no valuable like IP, and yet like I mean Mario. Of course, like that's like the, that's like the crown jewel. It's like a golden boy because well, that's that, our golden boy. yeah, because of course Mario. He's they're gonna like, go hard for Mario games because if they don't, then what's the point of Nintendo really? Plus, also Mario X kind of saved like the game. X saved like the the game crash of the the eighties. So. We owe it to him and Miyamoto, but no. Apart from Mario, I mean, like, what's like, what's like it all? It wasn't the... specifically Mario, but but not, not Mario. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like Mario, Link, and also like um, other characters. But I mean, like the like the NES. The NES, yes. But like apart like from the, like the usual like the usual suspects of Nintendo. I mean, where's like the where's like all the love like for everyone else like Star Fox or Earthbound or or Kid Icarus for God's sakes. I mean, I'm willing to accept that shit because 
I guess they were never all that popular in the beginning. Don't come after me for saying that. Okay? Internet, I'm looking directly at you. Do not come at me for saying this. <laughs> but the thing about Pokemon that really grinds my gears is that people love Pokemon, but they give so little shits when it comes to certain things like their games. The fucking... Brilliant Diamond Shine Pearl fucked me up. I hate those games. But when it came to Arceus, for the first time in a while, I played a Pokemon game and felt that wonder again as a kid. It was like, wow, I don't actively hate this shit. <laughs> this shit doesn't grind my gears. What the fuck? It's refreshing. And I know, I don't know if this is a mainline game. It might be classified as maybe a spinoff, maybe like a whatever. But I do, and... I don't like how they handle battling in Arceus. That's one That's one of the critiques I had. I do not like how they handle battling. I don't like the strong and agile style bullshit. I don't like how Pokemon can go twice in a, like, twice in a turn. It just, it grinds my gears. I don't like that. Because, no, I'm not going to elaborate. No, I'm going to elaborate. Go ahead. Because in previous games, the way the turns were done is that you have Pokemon, I have Pokemon, Pokemons. Visualize this with me. You have a Pokemon, I have a Pokemon. Okay, yes, I'm visualizing it. When we start a battle, at the beginning of the battle, you pick a move, I pick a move, and then those moves are locked in. And then the turn plays out based on what happens. Right. Based on speed stats, based on attack stats, based on defense stats. Like, it's locked in at the beginning. When it comes to Arceus, each turn... There aren't turns. That, like, um, you know that locking in thing yeah. I kept straining about? That's yeah. not there. Instead, they have this system where everything is reactive. All based on, react all based on reactions. Yeah. Huh. It's just like, I don't prefer that. I prefer the old way. Because I'm an old geezer who likes the old way. Well, I think like, you know, well, honestly, that honestly, that's kind of means like to me... The next, the next game, like the, the next like Pokemon game that Nintendo is gonna come out with, is of course you know like um, maybe something in the model of like you know Pokemon Arceus, not like like with better graphics. Of course, I don't think but, so. I don't know what they're gonna do. That's the thing. Well, hmm, that's they know yeah. that we liked Arceus. We they know that po Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl sold well. So I genuinely don't know what the future for Pokemon holds, but. For the first time in a while, I'm hopeful, <laughs> which is a strange thing. I, I mean, are you like better? Are you like um? I, <clears throat> I mean, well, it's actually kind of easy to actually say like hopeful like back like before like for Pokemon because well, I mean, every yeah, game that was when kind you're of came like out a with, kid, you yeah. like believe there are good things in this world like yes. Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy and Easter Bunny and all that shit and like free will like you all thought that was real and shit but like <laughs> I mean, free will is kind of real. No, it's not. <laughs> But generally, that's that's my that's my spe that's my spiel. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's like the little dog, by the way. Internet, if you guys hear that little like scurrying feet and like a squeaky sound, that's that's, a, that's my dog. Yeah, that's Sweet my brat, little girl. Baby Bella, that's Baby a name. Little girl. Yeah. Little bratty, little rat, little schmuckums. <laughs> She's such a little rat. Uh, other topics. Other okay. topics. <laughs> ah, one more. Um, 
I guess uh, that's another topic. Um, you know, actually relating that to our like to our lives, like um, every like all of our lives out there. By the way, just just you know, wondering like uh, how like if X Hack gets like a bit like you no know, a bit like annoying. Is this like too like um like a bit like difficult at times? This kind of wish to actually be like something to actually make it like you no know, like not so difficult and actually more like easier. To for me, I've always kind of dreamt about. I've always like dreamt if if um if X all has if we only have if we only had like a certain superpower. That's kind of make our lives like more like more like um more like more like manageable than it usually is, and and well I'm trying to think like you now what kind of power like, I would have. I mean I have like a whole like you no know, assortment. Hell I mean I love like reading comic books, so of course I was like a, of course there's like so many like you no know, choices in my mind playing out. So I was trying to figure out which one actually be like the best. Oh, we're talking about superpowers that make our life easier. Yes, we are. Okay, I always know what superpower I'd always want in my life. Do tell? I think uh, it might... It's kind of a strange one, so like bear with me. It is the ability to know the location of anything I have seen before. That's right. You have mentioned that. I have mentioned this. I want the ability to know the exact location of anything I've seen before because I lose shit all the goddamn time. And <laughs> I'd like to just be like, ah, where's my phone? You left it in the kitchen. Oh, where's my where's my uh, headset? Oh, it is you dropped it in your closet by accident. Uh, where are your uh, car keys? They're in your car because you locked them in there again. You fucking moron piece of shit. Like I want that because I feel like it helped me not be so fucking stupid, and also because I feel like there's no ability for like to have a super villain for that. Because <laughs> I feel hmm. like like uh, so- like um the the idea that like. When the justice gets too strong, villainy also gets stronger. Yes, I mean, of course, that's like the whole that's like the whole thing, you know. Just, I mean, justice and order, like that has like a, that There's has a like balance no, and that's shit. a good balance, order and chaos. That's why like Batman has like the Joker because yes. the Joker is like when the justice gets too big, then the villainy gets big too, cause balance. Quote Joker. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably not something he said exactly, but something maybe around those lines. Someone said that. I don't know who. I feel like it might be like um. It feels like it might have been like a Lex Luthor quote. It might have been. Yeah. But like, there's no ability for someone to be my supervillain. I I guess someone could be like, I'm the, I'm the, hide and seek guy. I hide your shit. <laughs> and I'm like, my guy, my power actively negates that so that's not gonna work also you're we're just su- an asshole with superpower like that your villain like they'll be able to actually hide you know like certain objects like certain things there's people like in it and anywhere that'd be like a that'd be like a terrible power for supervillain <laughs> the ability to hide shit god i would pity you for having like that as your arch nemesis but i have the ability to know where shit is <laughs> so I, he'd hide something he'd be like it's behind one of these three doors i'm like it's the second door and he's like what what, what? i know where things are <laughs> My so, guy, he's like, but you've never seen this object. I'm going to hide this object you've never seen before. And I'm like, well, why are you like this? Who right? hurt you? <laughs> Seriously, like, what happened like in your, what happened, like, in your past life to actually make you become the second person? The like, kind of person that just hides things? Yeah, it's just, who pissed you off? Like, who abused you? And hide... <laughs> it's but. fucking, like, so stupid. What superpower would you have to make your life better? Also, I'd like the ability to be happy. Well, hmm. that I mean, no, like for a lot. Well, <laughs> not, hang on. As fuck. It I was, apologize. but it, it was, but at the same time, that actually would be, you no, know, it, it, you no, know, a lot of people. I mean, in this, 
like today you're just saying it's kind of like hard to actually kind of like you know like you actually make yourself like happy like if you like if I would like, like the ability person. to just simply fix the ozone layer <laughs> this... just like snap my fingers ozone fixed guys climate change fixed stop being idiots I will not fix it again <laughs> but the infinity stones will fix all that I mean I did blip fucking half of the universe out of existence so hmm I wouldn't I think that would be a small task for it. If it can blip the like half of the entire universe out of existence, I think fixing a little ozone hole in the ozone is probably a little feat for it. Maybe the reality stone could do that. The reality stone would probably do that. Yeah. Um, but let's see, for me, well, um, I think... Honestly, like okay, like for okay for starters, I think you know, like um, super speed that would definitely like, you know help me like uh, help my life like a lot because there have been like you know many times I could count where I've actually been like you no, know, I've been like you no know, like I'm late like not to my own accord like to certain things whether it's like a party or school or work, I actually don't mean like for all this to happen. I do my best like, to make sure I'm on time and you know, I, and time is like and yes time is a construct yes but get but stay on. But say like on time for me, I've had like a good rec- I've had like a, I've had like an almost a good record of that like like for all my life, and if I just kind of like mess up on that, it's just like really, this really like irks me. It's just like can't just be like you know stays in my head like red free. Like damn it, why is that? Like damn it, I'm always on time. This never happens to me. This I mean this almost like never happens to me. So I just like can't, I just can't get it out of my head. But of course super speed, you know I actually you know time is actually my like time is actually my bits to play with <laughs> so to say it like that but i feel like if you had that superpower it'd just become that one episode of phineas and ferb where candace gets those fast boots and tries to like do that one family reunion with jeremy ah uh, yeah i remember it'd that become episode. that it'd, it'd become that. that but i would actually kind of manage it better because i actually know like how because well unlike candace i actually kind of actually know like how it worked if phineas and ferb actually had those boots then and they actually had like a family reunion to go to. Maybe if Isabel actually hosted one, then they wouldn't have as much of a problem. Yeah. I, yeah. I know like I know how how all that works because well, I stud because well you know like I've studied the Flash and you know, and you know like how like he and how he works how like the lot and how like the laws of physics actually actually apply to him, and of course like, the law of time as well. So, I've actually had like a better time managing that. Granted, I. Just like for sits and giggles, I might probably you know like um I might probably like break the timelines just for just for the fun of it, but <laughs> that's uh, that's actually honestly me. I would just you know maybe like experiment like how the timeline works gotta be if I if I if I, if I break it. When the, hmm, it might actually be like a good might actually be like a good timeline. That and also, oh and I, and also I probably had like mind control, because <laughs> um. Think about it. Mind control. Ex- think about it. Like, I feel like mind control would be a, a morally ambiguous kind of power. Yes, it would. But would be like morally ambiguous. You actually use like for maybe the right reasons. Like, say this. Um, what are the right reasons? What are the right circumstances to invade another person's mind and take away their free will? <laughs> okay. Go on. Go on, Gerard. Oh, go oh, on. If you allow me, okay. I have have to go on. You see. You see, like, um, how to put this. How housing, for instance, not everyone can actually afford actually have like affordable housing, and you know mostly because like either you know like um like the people like in, if people like in charge of that in charge of that, in charge of that industry they actually don't like allow it, or they actually won't leave like you no know, like accept like certain 
accept like you no know, insurance claims that people actually really needed, or even like loans. However, mind control, if you actually like you know make actually use that certain power to actually make actually have like a little bit of a turnaround, is it really like that more? Is it really like that bad? Or say, it it's it's about like using like for the greater good. I feel like mind control is a slippery slope. <sighs> yeah, I mean, is it though? Yes. There's actually worse things, like worse, like uh, more like no, like a risky powers to actually use than mind control. Uh, that is true, but it is still a slippery slope. Just because it is better than something else does not make it not bad. <laughs> So I mean that is a logical fallacy. I don't know what it'd be called though. Okay, so so say this like, hypothetically. Um, this ex like a this ex like a family like, on poor, like, like a, a family on welfare, and they're doing the best. Like, they're doing the best. Just like you no, know, the scraping by, just making sure they have like a horrible life, uh, have have like a comfortable life. Then say this. Um, the landlord ex like, comes in. Say you only, say you only have like a you only have like a day. You only have like a day before like have like one day to actually like, pay your rent or also kicking you out. And say hypothetically, one of these members, like one, one of these people, one of these like family members, actually has maybe mind control, maybe the Jedi mind trick, and say, you, we, you will pay, we will have our rent paid as long as you actually extend like the date. And you will have your rent paid as long as you, you as long as like um, as long as extended dates, just make sure you pay your rent on time. You know how you know how I'm going with this. That's not really that much of a slippery slope. I mean, if, to me, that's like using like a powerful greater good. Okay, Jordan, just to fight it the way you would like. Huh? I don't know. I have a thing about mind control that really bothers me as a person. Uh, just in general. Really? I mean, mind control is not really like, I mean, I wish it was kind of like a real thing like in this world, but like, I mean, like exactly like what's, like what source material actually kind of made you, actually made you like, what, like, actually what you like the wrong way about mind control? I mean, no real material, more just like thoughts of like myself as a person. And why I choose things, and I feel like that's a violation of like someone's free will to just be like, "Hey, fuck what you think. I'm forcibly making you do what I want." And I won't disagree with you with that. Mind control, yes, it actually look in in certain it's in certain circumstances, it's like a very very slippery slope. Texting, I'll touch upon, but but that's that one situation you gave was one situation. I feel like a person with mind control would fucking something would go wrong. It would either be like um, the Umbrella Academy. I forget her name, but like she has the ability to basically mind control people. Uh, I I know you're talking about. I forgot her name, but she actually does the stuff like you know whispering and then say like I heard a rumor. Yeah, I heard yeah, a rumor. That's right. Damn. I feel like because uh, through her story, it's like oh I once did it to my child and now my husband thinks I'm a monster. Ah, uh, okay, all right. Well, in that instance, I can understand like your point. I mean, she's the most like legitimate, like she's the most warranted case of imposter syndrome I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> she has insane imposter syndrome, but yeah, <laughs> wow, that's a that's a very like fair point. I mean. I mean, granted, I actually wouldn't like use it, like this constantly, like as if like that would actually be like my like, be like the only thing I could do. But if I had like the opportunity, like say, all right, if I actually had like a limited like opportunity to actually use like mind control to me like temporarily, I would I would actually kind of use it like you no know, like I was just actually use like in certain circumstances like you no know, like that like you no know, to 
maybe sort maybe sort out like a person's rent. I mean, like you no know, extend like a person's like you know like um, uh, rent date in to make to ensure they gotta pay like on time or I don't know um, <clears throat> like manipulate people like manipulate people into you know, like um, into like affordable housing or you know you know I'm going with this just. There's like a lot of like you no know, like more there's like a lot of like you no know, like financial evil in this world. I would actually use the mind control mind control next thing you know, like change all that. If I had <laughs> It still feels like a super villain origin story. <laughs> I mean, if I only if I actually had to manipulate people into like giving me more like giving me like money, then yeah, it would be a super villain origin story. But I'll just like leave it. I would like, like to it, point though. out that there is no, not many characters that have mind control as their main ability who are on the side of good. I mean, this Jedi. Are Jedi on the side of good? God damn it. I got you there. I got you there. I got you there. <sighs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I mean. The Jedi, are they good though? Yes and no. Mm, they think they're good. So what? I mean, like, is the Sith like right in that? In that, like, in that in that point? I mean, I don't know. I think it's like a point of like a a thing of perspective. It's thing of perspective, yeah. Everything's a thing of perspective. Everything in the end. Especially in a galaxy far, far away, there's perspective. <laughs> hmm. Well. That's uh, so so um, what you said um, oh yeah, makes it make yourself make yourself like you no know, happy and also the world a better place and also, I the first one um I think that's sort of like what my fingers fixes the ozone. But also like you no know, figure out like where everything is like and if we... I feel like it's a kind of a selfish kind of thing. It's like uh, cause I would not use it for other people. I use it for me and me only because I am a dumbass and I need to help myself. Hmm. What you think I'm gonna use the look? I I'm I'm going to place a limitation on this power where you cannot locate people. You can locate objects. You can locate people. Well, I mean that's kind of well, damn. Because I feel like if I could locate people, then I'd have to join the like the cops, and I'd rather die than do that. Well, you could join the cops or say hypothetically there's actually like a superhero like team that actually protects like the world. Telemeo, I could find a body. <laughs> That's technically not a person anymore. That is technically a corpse. Corpse. You would find a corpse. I would find a corpse. Now but... I know what now I know there's actually a good superpower for you because it's very morbid. It's very morbid, but I'd have to have seen the corpse before to know its location. It's like kind of like being a medium, huh? Only I actually do things. <laughs> Wait. Now, I have a bone to pick with medium, so I'm not going to get into it here. <laughs> yeah, we'll save that for another episode. We'll save that for another episode. Why Allie hates mediums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you're probably not like a fan of the movie Ghost. No? I guess not. No. No, no, no. <laughs> She wouldn't ask her for that bowl, though. Well deserved. Well deserved, but also. <laughs> Very contradictory. <laughs> well, I, uh, we've actually gone to like an hour and 15 minutes. Wow, that's really. Plus the 30 minutes we already did. Yeah, 30 minutes we already did. So maybe uh, that would count as. Huh? 
Alright, well <clears throat> I think I think I kind of said I got. I think I just said the index I wanted to say for today. Um, if we're gonna end it here. I want to say like thank. I want to say like thank you, Riley, for actually joining me on this for the first time. <laughs> That's like a very, very forceful handshake. And I want to thank you all like for listening and you know take your time. You know take your time of your days. Just like you know to hear. Just like to hear everything and just you know have some downtime. Just like listen to listen to it. Listen to a couple like notes on the internet. So, and. I will see. I'll see you guys. I will see you all later. Take it easy and enjoy. Take it easy and have a good day.